Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. My name is Chris Badgett and I'm joined by a special guest, from Interact. How's it going, Josh? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. Awesome. I'm really excited for this interview because I know you're going to add a lot of value to the course creators and membership site builders out there. I also have some selfish questions for myself as a software company CEO to ask you uh, about your system. But for before we really get into the questions, what is the Interact software? What does it, what does it do? What's your elevator pitch? Yeah, so Interact is a software for making quizzes just like the ones that you see on Facebook. So not for school, not for just fun, somewhere in the middle. So you make something like what kind of coffee drink are you or more specifically in the core space, let's say you're selling to entrepreneurs, what type of entrepreneur are you? You'd make that quiz. It lives on your website. You use it as a Facebook ad. You have other social plays for it. When people take your quiz, they answer the questions of the quiz. And then at the end of the quiz, they're asked to put in their email address in order to see their quiz results. And then you can segment your email list depending on which result somebody gets or how they answer the questions. Drop that into your existing email marketing funnel and use it as a way of generating leads. So it's a quiz builder, but it's also a lead generation tool as well. Super cool. Super cool. And that is, uh, I think there's a difference in terms because a lot of people listening to this have online courses or membership sites with courses and they, um, like our software, Lifter LMS as an example, has a really powerful quiz builder inside of it. So this is not a replacement for the, that. This is uh, like the Lifter LMS quiz builder is for, you know, building quizzes and tests and assessments inside the actual course. But what you're talking about is awesome for Interact because it's at the top of the funnel. This is before someone has, you know, maybe hasn't even heard about you yet or is just finding out about you. They're not ready to buy your $2,000 course or your $10,000 coaching package or even just a simple $100 mini course. This is how you've it's more of a lead magnet. You're collecting their email address, but while providing value and entertainment. Um, so that's super cool. And this is something I've been thinking about adding to Lifter LMS myself. But um, before we get into some of the nitty gritty, can you just tell us a little bit about how you got into this world? Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit funny. I always say that it happened accidentally on purpose. And what I mean is that myself and Matt, who's my co-founder, we used to be website consultants. So we'd build websites, do marketing, SEO, content, pretty much everything for small businesses. And those small businesses always only asked us about one metric. And that metric was how many new email subscribers they had gotten. Because that was something they understood. That was the modern day Rolodex. They knew... If I got more people on my list, I can make more money. So all I care about for my website is how many people get on my list. So we had that data point. And then one of our clients who was a sales consultant, he would sell sales training packages, asked us to make him a quiz called what type of salesperson are you and use it as an email lead generating tool. It tied into his Aweber list. We built it, took us like three weeks to build, but it converted better than anything else we had done way better than these websites we built that we charge like $40,000 for just this one simple 
kind of dumb quiz that was, you know, just for fun or whatever, but it actually worked incredibly well. And that was in 2013. Since then, we have built out an entire platform for making those quizzes. And now we've had 50,000 quizzes made on the platform that have been taken a quarter of a billion times. So we have gotten much larger since that one. But that was where it came from, just the fact that this worked so well compared to all the other things we tried for helping people build up a list. That's awesome. And I'm glad you had such great clients. Back in our agency days, um, we, we had a lot of great clients as well, but it's easy for clients to focus on like how, how it looks and their design preferences. But really, if you're going to invest in a web platform, leads is really important. Like, <laughs> Was the web design project worth it, especially if it's higher end? Uh, I mean, well, what's it, how are leads impacted? So I love that you fell into it through that scenario and that issue. Um, let's, let's take it down to the course creator. Uh, there's, you know, really like three main niches out there, business, health, relationships. So just to do some examples, like what would a, what would a quiz be for, let's say, uh, if I have a entrepreneur course, you said, what type of entrepreneur are you? Uh, what are some other ones that you could do for if you're teaching somebody some kind of business skill just as an idea? Yeah. So in the business space, there is a top three and these top three have been used by some of the biggest names, Tony Robbins, Marie Forleo, just to name a couple. There's a lot more that have all used our platform to make these exact quizzes. So the top three are what type of business owner are you? What type of small business owner are you is another caveat on that if you want to stipulate a little bit more. What type of entrepreneur are you? And what type of marketer are you? Those three alone have generated well over a million leads from all the people that have used them because we have templates that people can duplicate. And those three templates, we can track the stats on everybody that's used those templates, generated over a million leads. Average conversion rate is north of 50% on those three. So they work incredibly well because you're talking to the people in their language. What type of business owner are you? If I'm a small business owner, I'm kind of curious, like, am I the manager? Am I the overly stringent one? Am I the creative one? And what type of entrepreneur are you? Am I the, you know, the inventor? Am I the more analytical one? Which one am I? What type of marketer are you? Am I the social media marketer? Am I the blogger? Am I the speaker? Which one's my forte? And so those three have worked just so well. And it's kind of nice because you don't have to worry so much about making something that's crazy, unique, or specific. And obviously, you can change the templates to make them more in your style, but it's always coming back to those three exact ideas. That's beautiful. That's awesome. And if this sounds interesting to anybody listening, go ahead and head on over to tryinteract.com. There's some great examples and case studies. I actually see some of our customers on here, which is awesome. Um, What... What about the uh, health and fitness? Like we have a lot of people uh, in various niches within health and fitness, but what are you seeing there? And I'd also just like to add, we also have a lot of people who are doing some kind of alternative health and fitness or, you know, doing something new that's more experimental, really niche health and fitness type programs and coaching and courses. What are some some things that they can see? Yeah, definitely, definitely. 
So <clears throat> there's a few here as well. So the top three are number one, what's your body type? Because you can translate that into a lot of stuff. You can translate that over into health or into fitness. What's your workout style on the workout side? What's your eating style on the food side? And then just for fun, a lot of times people will do some variation of what type of vegetable are you? Or, you know, what type of food are you? What should you eat for dinner? And those all tie into whatever kind of follow-ups you have. So for example, with the body type one, if you have three outcomes to that, you can tie in the different body types to your workout plans or to your dieting plans or to your alternative you know, eating plans, whatever it is. And you can say, because you're this type, this is the best plan for you or this is the best system for you, which is a perfect way to get people into the right spot at the right time. Yeah, that's awesome. And now that you're saying that, it makes me realize that people can use this not just for lead generation, but also for personalization, and which is a you know big term in the e-learning space. So if you're teaching a lesson on some kind of health issue, and let's say we're talking about Ayurvedic medicine, and you have the Pita, the Vada, and the Kapha body types, you may have a lesson about something, but then the next action step might be different based on the three, which you figured out through the quiz, which is really cool, which is really cool. I want to, I want to ask you how, how do beginners think about this stuff? Like I'm not, I'm not even that good at it myself, this whole conditional logic, like, okay, if it's this and then how do you, how do you figure out, I know you have some templates, which is cool, but if you're, you know, if you're trying to figure out how this works and you want to map it out on a whiteboard, do you start at the end and work backwards or do you start at the beginning and work forwards? How do you help people think through this kind of conditional logic? Yeah, definitely. So most of these are personality type quizzes, even if it's not directly a personality, like what's your body type is not necessarily a personality, but it goes into the same scoring system. So if you, let's say you have the three different outcomes, you have three different outcomes, three different workout styles, for example, you start with the three styles. And then when you're writing your questions, your questions are basically a way of figuring out which style somebody is. So you write a question. Let's say your first question is, do you do cardio? And you have three answer choices. Yes, no, and sometimes. Yes correlates to one of your outcomes. No correlates to another one and sometimes correlates to the third. So usually what you do is as you're writing questions, you write one answer choice that represents each of your outcomes, which is why you make the outcomes first. And then you write seven questions, which is the minimum amount that you need in order to make an accurate quiz. And each question has one answer choice that represents each of the outcomes. They correlate to that outcome. So then as I'm going through this quiz and I'm answering the questions, I'm getting correlations to different outcomes. And then you can choose to either show just the top one, or you can show people a list of this is your number one, your number two, your number three, your number four. So you can have either of those options set up. Oh, that's super cool. That's super cool. That reminds me of, uh, you know, like the stress fair, what's your, you know, where you might want to see like, oh, I'm, I'm the strongest at delegation, but then I'm also good at research or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's super cool. Super cool. 
Um, I, I also think it's, it's really interesting how I know when I just, I'm very observant of like my experience when I'm like experiencing software or content or whatever. Uh, and I like watching other people and how they react and stuff. Whenever I come across a quiz, like you can get with interact, I almost tend to be like, number one, the first question in my mind is, all right, is this worth my time? The second thing is, this is going to be fun. I should just go ahead and do it and see what type of vegetable I am. And then, uh, I also subconsciously or consciously know that it's not going to be a huge time commitment. Like it's going to be quick. I'm going to get through it. And yeah, I'm probably going to have to give my email address if it's, you know, if I want to get my answer or whatever, or maybe I want to brag, brag about it and share it to social media or whatever. Um, and all, I'm saying all that, I'm just kind of uncovering my internal process so that um, just to contrast that with the investment of another top of the funnel type uh, lead generation tool, like an ebook, let's say it's a big ebook, like 50 pages or 100 pages. Yeah. That's such a bigger investment. So how, how do you see, like, what's, like, if we look at, you know, lead generation and putting something at the top of the funnel, where does this sit and what makes it unique as a method? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it sits at the top of the funnel, just like an ebook. I think the thing that really differentiates it is that an ebook can help you. I'm not saying that ebooks are not helpful. There's a lot of really good stuff that can be done and it needs to be done through longer form content. However, a quiz has the promise of helping you based on who you actually are and the unique challenges that you are facing, which are different from everyone else's challenges. And I think in any sort of business, especially if you're selling in the health space or if you're selling to business owners, those people are very much of the persuasion that their situation is different than everyone else's. And a lot of times it is. And a quiz by figuring out what type of business owner you are or what type of workout is best for who you are and your lifestyle is giving you an outcome that's unique to your situation rather than an ebook where you're guessing and you're giving everybody the same information. And when you guess and give everybody the same information, you purposely have to leave the concepts broad. Because if you go too specific, you're just ruling out most of the people when you write that ebook. You're writing an ebook for 10% of your audience. With a quiz, you could just write 10 outcomes. Each of the outcomes is only written for 10% of the audience, but it's written directly to them. So now all of a sudden, not only is it shorter because you don't have to have all this information that's not relevant to that person, but it's also perfectly positioned for the situation that individual is in. And that's so much more powerful than when you guess or when you write something that's super vague so that you try to reach everybody at the same time. What we always say with quizzes is if you try to reach everybody, you reach no one. If you try to reach a very small group of people, you will reach them perfectly and you'll speak their language. And that's going to be so much more powerful than the broad approach. Very cool. Very cool. And let's take it to another huge niche. I'll give you the choice of either dating or the, the niche is relationships. So either dating or parenting of which we both at Lifter LMS have a lot of people teaching in those areas. 
What kind of quiz could they yeah, do? Yeah, yeah. So we'll go with parenting because we have a semi-controversial quiz in the parenting space. It's what type of parent are you? And it's adapted from a university study, which is where the template that we created for this specific area came from. So we created this template. People use it. It got incredibly popular. It's been taken over 2 million times across the people that have replicated this template. But it's controversial because there's certain outcomes on it that are not super positive. Like it's just not telling you you're the greatest parent. And it's because of the way you answer the questions, but still causes some issues. However, because it causes those issues, it gets talked about a lot. And the people that take that quiz and put it on their blog or put it on their Facebook page have told us they've gotten more engagement from that quiz than everything else they've ever done combined which is pretty insane. And the fact that they didn't actually have to write it themselves, it makes it even more insane because all you had to do is copy it and put it on your site. So in that space, what type of parent are you is pretty much the go-to. And you can do all sorts of variations of it, like which celebrity matches your parenting style is one that we've seen. What type of New York City parent are you? You know, you can adapt it to the city that you uh, focus on. So that kind of thing. What type of homeschool parent are you if you're adapting it for homeschool parents? So there's a lot of variations of that, but that one always causes controversy and is always extremely popular. That's awesome. Um, <clears throat> I think I heard you mention at one point somewhere, or or maybe I'll just ask it to you this way. Uh, because you have access to so much data, uh, what do you find in the data? Like, I know you're saying this parenting one is really popular, but what what is really working well for lead generation with this? Or what, you know, what's working or what surprises have you found in the data of how all this works? Yeah, yeah. So there's a couple of like really overarching themes and there's some things that go within those. So what works is really that quizzes let people talk about themselves. And there's a really powerful thing that happens when people start to express themselves. They get comfortable. They start to get into the content that they're engaging with. They start to feel like they have a connection with the website that made this quiz, even though it's just this scripted thing. And that's the biggest thing that actually leads to lead generation. And it's kind of a roundabout way of thinking about it. But if you imagine somebody walks into a store and the person behind the counter is really friendly and makes them feel comfortable. They feel like they have a connection. And then the person behind the counter is like, hey, here's some coffee beans that I think are the best fit for you based on our conversation. Of course, you're going to buy them. And that's what you can do with a quiz. So what that actually looks like when you're writing the quiz is that you want to use a lot of personal pronouns. So I, you, we, me. So when you're asking somebody a question, how do you feel about X? How do you think about X? What do you think about X? How would you feel if X happened to you? That kind of stuff where it's very much as if you were having a conversation with a friend and you're just asking them these questions. And then if you put enough of those together, and again, we recommend seven questions, put seven of those questions together. By the time you get to the email capture, they're already sold. They're already sold on the idea of you in this quiz. And all you have to do is make that email capture relevant to what you're already talking about. So if it's what type of business owner are you, 
the email capture page says, enter your email to see what type of business owner are you are. And we'll send you some personalized follow-ups to help you improve as a business owner based on your unique personality. And then it's just a shoe in from there because not only are they comfortable talking to you about this, but they know that you know some things about them and you're going to be able to send them personalized follow-ups that are relevant and actually helpful and help them improve as a business owner. And that's really the key to it is getting people to open up and talk about themselves. And then all you have to do is say, Hey, we can keep this going. You just got to put in your email. That is super cool. Super cool. And I, I think it's, you know, that with lead generation, there's this whole issue of qualifying the lead. So if you have a, let's go controversial, what type of, you know, homeschooling parent are you? And you have a course for homeschooling moms and it's your style and your teaching style is really designed for, you know, the super sensitive attachment parenting type person. Um, maybe you, you, you can kind of, especially if you're also building a community and a coaching program in tandem with your, just your course content, you can use that quiz to really qualify the lead and say, you know, if you took the quiz and you came up as this type of parent, you're really the best fit for this program. And if there's a type in there that you've maybe had trouble with in the past, maybe you'll be like, if you're this type, you may not be the best fit. In fact, you might like this other thing better or something like that. So, Yeah. Yeah. And if you're using an email marketing system, you can actually just filter them out using our quiz. So you could say, if you're the right type of parent, you go on our regular newsletter. If you're the wrong type of parent, maybe we just don't put you on a newsletter at all, or we put you on another list that's called wrong fit. So you can really filter people out ahead of time and say, we only want to work with this type of parent. We're only going to put them on our regular mailings or on our regular follow-ups, our regular funnel, everybody else. We're going to move off to a different area. So we're not wasting time following up with them and you know, they're not the right fit anyway. So we don't want to have them in our regular rotation. That's awesome. And I'm looking at your integrations. And again, this is over at tryinteract.com. Uh, you've got HubSpot, Marketo, ConvertKit, Infusionsoft, uh, Entreport, ActiveCampaign, Drip, MailChimp, Campaign Monitor, Aweber, Constant Contact, and more. Um, so are you saying, like, for example, I'm an ActiveCampaign user. A lot of mm -hmm. Electro LMS people use ActiveCampaign, ConvertKit, Drip, Infusionsoft. Um, can you... Can you do more than just get the, the name and email address? Can you get them like based on their result? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So based on the result in active campaign, you can put them onto a different sequence depending on which result they got. You can actually get into the questions. So if one of your questions is how many kids do you have and you want to send people a different sequence, if they have one kid versus five or more, then you can say, if they answer one, put them on this sequence. If they answer five or more, put them on a different sequence. So you can filter out depending on all the data. Wow. I'm really, uh, really excited about this. I can't yeah. wait to uh, play with it. Um, I noticed in your case studies, or I think it was case studies, that you have um, a bunch of universities like Harvard, UCLA, and there's more. What, how do universities using it? Are they doing lead gen or is there something, are they doing it for something else? 
Yeah, some of both. So universities will do it for lead gen. They'll do what type of major is best for you or what career is best for you. And they'll use that as a way of saying, hey, you should check out our business school or our medical school or our you know, fine art school or whatever it is, right? So they can filter you to the right school and also get your email. So then they can put you on their rotational and send you, you know, follow-ups and stuff like that. So that's one way. Another way is for research and stuff like that. So Harvard uh, Medical Lab will use Interact to make quizzes gathering data, and then they'll publish the results in journals and stuff like that. So they'll say, you know, what do you think about this concept? And they'll do it as almost a poll or a survey, but it's through a quiz. So it's a little bit more fun, more interactive and gets people to actually answer and stop thinking so much about it. So then they give a much more accurate results. Uh, so they'll use it as a way of gathering data as well. That's cool. I love that research component. Uh, you know, whether you're, I could totally see a lot of examples in my mind for that. Like, um, you know, collecting issues or data around sleep or uh, nutrition or, you know, stress levels. There's so many different ways you could use it, especially as a course creator or membership site owner. If you're an expert in something, you know, it's always good to sharpen the saw. You know, why not use a quiz <clears throat> to get more data out there, target the people that you target on Facebook and uh, not just getting leads, but just getting data from the right people. That's super cool. I'd never even thought about that. Yeah. And because it's a quiz, people are, like I said, they give the actual answer that they think instead of a survey where, you know, it's a survey, you're going to try to figure out like, what should I put on here? You know, because it's, it's so obvious, but with a quiz, you're answering a question. You don't think twice about it. You want the result to be accurate. So you're going to give your actual answer. And it's funny because I've been doing this for five years and then, you know, one of my coworkers will send me a quiz that I think is really cool. And I'm like, Oh shoot, I got to think about this and make sure I put in what I actually believe or what my actual answer is so that I can see my real outcome. And it's, it's a thing that draws out the real answers from people rather than just what they think they should be putting in. That's awesome. Let's, I want to ask you about the shareability component or if I get an answer and let's say I, it turns out I'm a watermelon and I really want to share that to social media. Is there a way to do that? How does, yeah, it, yeah. How does it, how does the result arrive after I enter my email address? Is it on the screen? Yeah. Yeah. So it's right on the screen at this, like right after you put in your email, so you don't have to wait or anything. And then there's buttons to share your results. So you could share I got watermelon. What kind of vegetable are you? Or I don't even know if watermelon's a vegetable or a fruit. That's sad. Um, what kind of fruit are you? What kind of melon are you? If you're going specific there. Uh, so then it'll also share a picture of watermelon and that's what you'll share out onto Facebook. So that way it shares your specific result, which is obviously what people want to be sharing. And usually when people write these quizzes, they make the results very positive and flattering so that it makes you look like a cool person because you're a watermelon. And that is another little trick that you can do to get people to share the results. That's awesome. <clears throat> so if you have like a yoga course and the top of the funnel has like a how flexible are you currently quiz? Mm -hmm. uh, I like that. And, you know, you can answer the questions and be like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm not too bad for being uh, my, at whatever age I am or whatever. And I might want to share that to social media. And, and that's going to make my friends curious, which is going to get more people looking at my yoga course. Yep. So that's, uh, that's super cool. I love the, um, that kind of viral loop concept. Um, what about, how does it work with mobile versus 
the website or you know Facebook, can they take the quiz on Facebook or it's always on my site? They can share the results to Facebook. How, how does all that work in terms of putting it on your site? Yeah, yeah. So it's usually on your site. You can also just use the quiz as its own landing page. So you can like just on have, your software. Like, yeah, just a full yeah. screen quiz that people can take. Either way, it works on mobile. Uh, no matter what you do, it's going to take you away from Facebook. You can't have these on Facebook. There's no possibilities for that. Uh, but whether it opens up in a full screen or on your site, half of our traffic is from mobile. And like I said, we've done a quarter billion. So it's a lot of people that have taken them on their phones and it's very mobile friendly. You kind of go through the questions. It's just kind of shrunk down to fit the screen. And then you'll still be able to put in your email and see your results and everything like that. And then share from mobile as well. So the whole experience works really well on phones. That's cool. Um, now, selfishly, I need to ask you how to use these for software companies. Hmm. And I have one in mind, like one quiz, but either maybe go with that as an example, or if you have a better one, mm-hmm. the example I have is we have a software that is a freemium model. So there's like, and then it's an add on and then there's bundles. So basically there's like three results, which, and that's a question people have. And they do a lot of research when they're selecting course and membership site software. Mm-hmm. And then once they figure out, they want to go with like ours, Lifter LMS Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, now which product do I need? Do I need, do I just need the free thing? Do I need, mm-hmm. do I just need like this one add on or do I need the infinity bundle that has everything in it? Or do I need the white glove done for you set It's like these different options. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's not, that's not super entertaining. It's more boring of mm-hmm. like which mm-hmm. product is, which product should I buy? So that's mm-hmm. like one that comes to mind, but Maybe speak to that. And then also if you have any other ideas for like software companies that you've seen use this tool. Yeah, certainly, certainly. So that one would be a little bit further down the line. You'd probably have that on your pricing page where people are already on the site, they're already interested, or maybe even on your homepage, like which plan is right for you. We've seen that done with a lot of good success, both in the software space. And then one of our clients is HelloFresh that delivers those meals. And they have one, which plan is right for you as well very effective way to get people into the right plan. Now at the top of your funnel, that's not going to work. No one cares. They're not going to click on that from Facebook, but what you can do, especially with a course creation software is say, what type of course creator are you as a personality quiz? And that does. Let me just add there. Uh, That's a, I just want to say, I kind of already have five personalities there. Um, Just to give you some examples to work with. And basically it's more of a strength scenario. Mm Mm-hmm. Course creators have, uh, it's, it's an interesting challenge because to be successful, you need to have these five different skills or have bring people or outsource some components. So mm-hmm. one's being a teacher, one's being an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. one's being a um, technologist, uh, one's being a, a, like an instructional designer, and then mm-hmm. one's just being an expert, like knowing how to be an expert in what you do. And people mm-hmm. are usually strong in one of those or have mm-hmm. different levels. Mm-hmm. I could see that being really helpful to people. Yeah. It, yeah. So there's, yeah, there's two ways you can go with the title on that. We have a template that is just what's your biggest strength. And that always does well because everybody wants to know. The other one you could do is what type of course creator you are and then tie that back into, you know, you're the writer, you're the analytical person, whatever it is, you know, your biggest strength, you're the teacher, right? And have that be the outcome. So if you're looking to get more specific, you'd go, what type of course creator are you? 
If you're getting more broad, what's your biggest strength? Either way, you filter into one of those five outcomes and then use that as a way to tie into your system. Like, hey, you should get your course running. If you're a teacher, we have this great package for you. Click here to check it out, right? So then it ties right into all your stuff. You can segment your active campaign. You can have five different follow-ups for the teachers versus everybody else. Have five different campaigns going and then filter people into one of those have all those follow-ups set up, and then all of a sudden you're doing personalized marketing. Wow, that's beautiful. And if I want to do something that, that potentially had more just fun factor virality, let's say um, I could ask questions where, which, which movie stars are you most like you, like as a, as, a, as a teacher, like Dead Poets Society, Robin Williams, mm-hmm. or whoever, just pick mm-hmm. these famous teachers from movies and that would be more like way top of the funnel. Let's just get some entertainment going on. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, which movie movie, movie teacher are you? Uh, that's yeah. We've seen that one done before in this space, actually. I think, it, uh, I don't remember who it was, but yeah, they did something like that. And then they tied it in like, hey, you're, you're this teacher. You should share your skills with the world. You know, click here to check out, uh, you know, what we have for teachers. And then it leads to a teacher-specific page or follow-up. That is super cool. Super cool. Well, what, if somebody wants to try this out, how do you recommend they start? Yeah. So I recommend playing around with our templates first. You can either do that just on our website. There's a link to the templates, or you can set up a free account with us and access all the templates that way. You have to upgrade in order to do lead generation, but you can at least see how the templates are set up. So that's the easiest entry point because it helps relate this back to what you're actually doing, depending on what kind of business you run. You can see what other people are already doing, which is where the templates come from. So that's the best way to get started with that. That's awesome. And that's over at tryinteract.com. Josh, I want to really thank you for coming on the show. This has been like a, a really goldmine of information uh, in, in terms of creating something that not a lot of people are doing. I know you have a lot of uh, these quizzes and a lot of people have experienced these, but I still think this is early days for people using this technology uh, for you know putting stuff, lead generation and top of the funnel. And I, it's obvious that you really know your craft, have done a bunch of research, worked with a lot of clients and great companies and have seen what works in the, in the data. So uh, I've really enjoyed this conversation. Um, where else can people find you besides tryinteract.com? Yeah, so usually for all my professional stuff, I use LinkedIn. I just found it easiest. You can search for Josh Hainum. I'm the only one on there. I'm the only one in the world. So you will find me and uh, you can follow my stuff there. I share articles and thoughts on things, uh, you know, all sorts of stuff, not just about quizzes, but about marketing and business and, you know, the whole business journey in general. Awesome. Well, thank you, Josh, for coming on the show. And for those, for you listening out there, go try interact at tryinteract.com.